forming an integral part of the One Spirit, and being identical with it. He enters a new life of almost boundless power. It is unwise to engage in any mystical practices in an attempt to force development and unfoldment. Mystic trances are highly dangerous and are also unnecessary. Psychic experiences and the awakening of psychic centres are also dangerous and lead away from our goal. Breathing exercises, whose object is to awaken inward powers, are highly dangerous and are to be condemned in consequence. The cultivation of negative passivity, such as inhibiting all thought and making oneself quite passive and open to any influence, is also highly dangerous and should be strictly avoided. In place of all these unwise practices, a short time should be set aside each night and also morning, if possible, for getting into touch with reality. You should then endeavour to realise that the body, mind and soul are but vehicles of expression, mere servants of the true self or ego. This will bring about, in time, a consciousness of identity with the eternal spirit, what Jesus called our Father in heaven. One might proceed after this fashion. My body is not myself, but is merely something that enables me to live this material life and gain experience. My mind is not myself, but merely an instrument which I use and which obeys my will. My soul is not myself, but merely a garment of my spirit. My will is not myself, but is something of which I, the true self, makes use. And so on. By this means you gradually approach the great truth, which cannot be put into words, and which can only become yours through realisation or inward spiritual understanding. In addition, one can use a positive statement of truth, reverently but with full confidence, such as, I am a branch in the true vine. In course of time, you will become possessed of feeling of tremendous and unlimited power and security. This is a great responsibility for this power. Must be used only in service and not for selfish purpose. If it is used for the acquisition of wealth and the gaining of temporal power, great disaster will be the inevitable result. Yet, if used aright, it is bound to have a great, though unconscious, influence for good on the life, and for this you are not responsible. Constantly endeavour to serve and bless others. Then, because you do not seek them, Crowds of blessing will come into your life unbidden, great happiness being one of the chief. Having found the kingdom of heaven, it will be your experience that all needed good will be added unto you. This power may also be used to strengthen character, to overcome the conflicts in the soul, and to build up the spiritual body which will be our vehicle of expression in higher realms. Chapter 1. Infinite Life and Power Man possesses, did he but know it, a limitable power. This power is of the spirit, therefore it is unconquerable. It is not the power of the ordinary life, or finite will, or human mind, 
it transcends these, because, being spiritual, it is of a higher order than either physical or even mental. This power lies dormant and is hidden within man until he is sufficiently evolved and unfolded to be entrusted with its use. Thought is a spiritual power of tremendous potency, but this is not the power of which we speak. By thought, man can either raise himself up and connect himself with the powerhouse of the universe, or cut himself off entirely from the divine inflow. His thought is his greatest weapon, because by it he can either draw on the infinite or sever himself, in consciousness but not in reality, from his divine source. Through the divine spark within him, which is really his real self, man is connected with the infinite. Divine life and power are his.